0: Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Good morning. Welcome to Be Not Afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio. Father PJ, good morning. Good morning. Let us begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, who from living and chosen stones prepared an eternal dwelling for your majesty, increasing your church the spirit of grace you have bestowed, so that by new growth your faithful people may build up, the heavenly Jerusalem. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today the Holy Mother the Church invite us to commemorate the feats of the, feats of the dedication of the Lateran Basilica. So first of all, what is the history between the Basilica of Lateran? The, so so
1: the, the, Basilica, the Basilica of St. John Lateran is the Cathedral Church of Rome. So it would be like St. Ambrose is here, but for the Bishop of Rome. Okay. We tend to think of St. Peter's as the Pope's church. And uh, and there are good reasons. Like it's understandable that people think that. Um, it's the Pilgrim Church, and it was built that way on purpose to be a place where people from outside the city could come and encounter the Pope. And the Pope could kind of do the business that he has sort of odd extra for the rest of the church. But the Lateran really is his cathedral. It's, it's where his seat is. Um, and, uh, and the, 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 uh, the priest who's in charge of the basilica is the, is always the vicar general of Rome. Okay. So, so it would, it it would be like if, uh, if father Amadeo was the rector of the cathedral here in Des Moines, because he was the one who was always kind of home. So the bishop could afford to be away. Um, (laughs) that's, that's, that, that's kind of the setup in
0: Rome. Right. uh basilica were different that cathedral mm-hmm. so we are talking about cathedral cathedra the place where the bishop where with the bishop where the bishop that the, bishop, the, the bishop his, his explain chair. and yeah. teach what about basilica
1: the word itself so the basilica really refers to a style of architecture oh, ar- um, oh. and so and so there are pagan basilicas that precede i mean they're pretty much all churches now but they it, it's it, it's a style of building which, in some ways, I mean, the easiest way to probably explain it is just if you think church, that's probably the style of architecture that you're thinking. Um, like, So, like, not, not the way we've built churches the last 30, 40 years, but, like, just the default setting for church. So things like like long, narrow stuff at the front, that's basilica-style architecture. That's really reduced, but that's, that, that's basically the move. The title basilica is bestowed on particular churches— that are of importance both for the local church and also for the universal church, connecting them in a special way to the Holy Father, which is why basilicas, even like ours here in Des Moines, um, has the the papal umberlino, the umbrella in it as, as, as a sign of that ongoing connection to the Holy Father.
0: Interesting how you describe in terms of architecture, but also the temple of a stone is a symbol of the living church. How we can define this uh, festivity as a living church?
1: Yeah. So. So church buildings, there's a kind of an ambiguity in language, and this has been the case from the very beginning. We don't have record of like somebody saying, this is how we're going to talk from now on. But it seems like it was a really intentional decision on the part of, of of the apostolic fathers that the word church would be used both for the building and for the gathered assembly. Um, it, this is distinct from the way the Jews typically talked about themselves. So the people... Aren't the synagogue? The synagogue is the gathering place; is where we come together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But the people are not the synagogue. The synagogue is the building, and then the people—destructor, the the people, destructor the, the itself. Right, right. But for us, church gets used both for the building and for the people inside it.
0: Very interesting definition. And so it was—it
1: was—it was, it, it was, it was a, a kind of an intentional decision on the part of the the church fathers, um, I think, ultimately to recognize the sacramental reality both of the people of God. Gathered, but then of what happens in that space, so that the space is really sanctified by the presence of the people in it. Which is why, when a, a church is is solemnly consecrated by the bishop, it is it, its sort of inauguration looks like the initiation of a Christian. So the church is sort of baptized; it's doused in holy water all over the place on all the walls and all the floors, and then it's anointed with chrism, just like. A person is confirmed, and the altar is anointed with chrism just like a person is. And then the Eucharist is celebrated in the building, hopefully for the first time. Sometimes timing doesn't always work out that way. But then the blessed sacrament is installed in the tabernacle in the church, and it's almost like the church is receiving its first communion. Wow like the church is now communicated and, and and set aside and apart so we are the church so we are the church so from from the very beginning this ritual is very 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 old like that that threefold pattern goes all the way back to at least 324 when the lateran basilica was itself dedicated Right, we have records of what that ritual looked like, and it looked pretty much like I just described to you.
0: How richful is our history? So, 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 since
1: those days, we've kept the anniversary of the dedication of a church as a kind of feast day for the church, like the church is a person, uh-huh. not because we think the building is a person, but because it commemorates the people that that you know that lived their lives of faith in
0: that space. It's very interesting how how you have been doing this clarification, because sometimes the structures make a separation between the human being and the construction itself. But the body of Christ is the church, Jesus Christ is the head of the body. Well, see, this is the decision, right, that, that's made early on.
1: So, so Paul's conversion experience is altogether singular, right? Uh, he encounters only the resurrected Lord and not him in his earthly life. And in this resurrected appearance to Paul, right, he says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Not my church, not my friends, not, but mm-hmm. me personally. So Christ identifies himself personally with the church and the church identifies herself first with the body of believers and then also with the spaces that they sort of claim for him. This is uh, this is really significant uh, today in a period when, for a lot of reasons, and there are probably understandable reasons, but it turned out not to work so hot. Like, we shouldn't – Catholics shouldn't really talk about worship spaces as though there's just – Empty canvas, and we can do whatever we want with it. Of course we can celebrate the Eucharist anywhere, and we often do out of necessity, you know, in a nursing home or in a battlefield or camping or something. But if you're going to set aside a place specifically, dedicate it specifically for the worship of God, this isn't—you wouldn't call your bedroom a sleeping space. It's a bedroom. And so so a church is a church or, most properly right, a sanctuary. That sanctuary. is a holy place, okay. a place set apart for the holy things. Iowa Catholic Radio, Be Not Afraid. Hi, this is Father P.J. McManus from Be Not Afraid, inviting you to join me, along with Executive Director Matt Wilk, for Iowa Catholic Radio's Footprints of God Pilgrimage to the Holy Land, scheduled for November 12th, 21st, first, twenty We'll have Mass at St. Peter's House, take a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee, and enjoy a special dinner with the atmosphere of the Bedouin Not all pilgrimages are created equal. Don't miss Iowa Catholic Radio's Twenty Twenty Three Holy Land pilgrimage led by expert Guide, Steve and Janet Ray. Details at dot Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, join s-e-r-r-a.org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic
0: Radio. Welcome back to Be Not Afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio. Also this week, the Holy Mother Church celebrates a memorial of San Leo the Great, Pope and Doctor, during, during whose pontificate the Council of Chalcedon defined that Christ is one divine person with two natures, divine and human. It was a confirmation of his Epistola Dogmatica Tomus to the patriarch Flavian, of Constantinople. He vigorously defended the unity of the church. He detained on unrush or the Barbarians under Attila. Mm-hmm.
1: So the two things that Leo's best remembered for, I mean I think it's worth noting, right, on this feast of the Lateran, that like Leo actually like that was his church. <laughs> he celebrated Mass there every day. Like, this was his church. And in those days, the papal apartments were adjacent. The Vatican, the way we think of it now, didn't exist yet. And so he would have lived there. He would have, like, lived in the rectory of the Lateran Basilica. Right. Um, So Leo is is typically remembered for two things. Uh, Doctrinally, he's remembered because of his defense of Christ's divinity and the oneness of his person. Um, which which is sort of epitomized at calcedon uh, it's it 's an early exercise of what we come to think of now as papal papal authority or papal infallibility uh-huh. um, and then later on you have the the encounter with Attila um, which which really marks not just church history but world history because if Attila the Hun had been allowed to sack Rome and take the Italian peninsula. Uh, who, who nobody knows how the whole course of western civilization would have turned out very very differently
0: it's very interesting but at the same time let us enlighten our audience about these comparisons or these definitions better to say divine person divine human two natures
1: yeah so, so a person. This is important I, for listeners that you know don't have deep uh, background in theology. Um, so, the so the word "person," the way we use it now, so like I'm a person, you're a person, persons have rights, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That was invented by the Catholic Church. Okay, we created that language. So the word "persona" beforehand, like before our use of it, referred to masks. That actors would wear in the course of a play, they would put on different masks to indicate that they were playing a different part. So you would have you would have one actor play more than one part in the play. Personality. Personality. This is where it's coming from exactly. So persona, um, when. When when Jesus revealed everything that he did, we had to very quickly come up with new language to talk about God that we simply didn't have before. And so they borrowed this, this word from Greek, persona, to talk about the relationships between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, the person came to be a, a defined as an individual substance of a rational nature. And that's true of divine persons, of angelic humans, of angelic persons and of human persons. Um, so, so we're distinct things um, that are, and, and in our case that are, that are rational, right? So that have the capacity for reason. God is importantly kind of super rational. Angels have a kind of reason, but it operates very differently than ours does because it's not discursive. Um, but the, but the, the reason this matters for Jesus, right, is because it, it gave us language to talk about the relationship between Jesus in his human nature, his experience of life here on earth, and the fact that he really was God. In some ways, all of the definitions of the early councils and the creation of the creeds is really just an attempt to say clearly and definitively, he's really God and really a guy. He's not kind of God and really a guy, or kind of a guy, but really God, like with a guy mask on. He's not, he's both. He's 100% God, 100% man. And that changes That
0: changes our relationship to everything. Completely. So baby Jesus, it's divine nature and divine human as well.
1: Baby Jesus is God, just as Jesus on the cross is God, just as Jesus ascended to the right hand of the Father is God. Like he's never more or less God. Uh, Likewise, the baby in the manger, really a human being, like genuinely human, not half human. You know, Jesus isn't Superman. He's not some kind of hybrid situation. Really God, really man. And, and, and Pope Leo, um, not able to attend the council himself because of the difficulty with the Huns and the invasion of, the, of, 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 the, of Italy, um, had to send his writings to the council at Chalcedon. And, and the, the fathers of the council, the bishops who were gathered at the council, accepted the tome. And they said, Peter has spoken through Leo. Wow. So it's, it's, this is one of the earliest sort of recognitions of, of the Pope having a unique role in the life of the church and in settling disputes between brother bishops, that he's got a kind of authority in as much as he's a bishop, he's a bishop like all the rest of them. But because of where he's bishop of, uh, God, God has given him a unique role in the life of the church to settle disputes between bishops. He is in some ways kind of the final
0: referee of the church. And it's very interesting how it's a consistency and continuity from Peter the Apostle. These uh, apostolic uh, successors help us to understand that it's not an, an, a magic or imposition of these kind of doctrines. Because currently, understanding the divine nature of Jesus, it's a little bit complicated for the non-believers, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, so most people today, even probably a lot of people that come to church, are not especially inclined to think of Jesus as God. I, I get it. Like, it, it seems like a weird thing to claim that this carpenter who lived 2,000 years ago and, and got knocked around and nailed to a tree also happened to be the one who made the tree out there, right? Um, but But that is very clearly what the Christian confession of faith is. And if he's not that, if he's anything less than that, the whole thing falls apart. The sacramental economy na- makes no sense. Sacraments are just rituals we do to the make Holy us feel so better. The Eucharist is is, is is a symbol and now a symbol of a very confusing death and not of one that can save us at all. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the the whole sort of a moral economy begins to break down because there's no absolute good to which we're all ordered. Um, there are only secondary goods that are in competition with each other. It, we Divine have all the economy. Right. It, it all falls apart. Like the, the, the defining doctrines of Christian faith – are the Trinity, the Incarnation, and the Redemption. This is the whole thing. It's all bound up in there. You pull a peg out from any one of them, and it, whatever you have, whatever you're left with, isn't Orthodox Christianity. It's some other thing. Leo was the great defender of that in his day, and we ought to be the great defenders of that in our own day. As a believers as well. That's right.
0: Iowa Catholic Radio. Be not afraid.
1: At InterVisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at InterVisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from CTO. 2023 is just around the corner, and that means time to do taxes. Reduce or eliminate paying Iowa income taxes, and instead give to the Catholic Tuition Organization and receive 75% Iowa tax credits. These credits are going fast, so reserve yours today. Online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
0: Welcome back to Be Not Afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio, the liturgy of the Word for this 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Concretely, the piece of the gospel from Luke chapter 21, verses 5 to 19, said, While some people were speaking about how the temple
1: was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, all that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left one stone upon another that will not be cast down. Then they said to him, teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be that all these things are about to happen? And he answered, see that you will not be deceived for many will come in my name saying I am he and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord.
0: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we're talking about building, we're talking about stones, but at the same time, we are the church, and now Jesus has been described clearly, how is the church?
1: Yeah. So, like the old hymn says, right, the church's one foundation is Jesus Christ, her Lord. This is really important because, especially, I'm gonna jump on my soapbox here for a minute, but contemporary hymnody, like most of the songs that most of us sing in church most of the time, are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're, they're bad songs. I know I'm hurting lots of people's feelings right now, but this is, listen to me here, friends. They might be good songs in particular contexts, but they're not usually fit for Christian worship, and here's why. Our hymnals are full of songs that are not properly hymns, because they're not addressed to God, they're addressed to us. They're us singing songs to ourselves about ourselves. Anything that begins with we almost immediately ends with, we're so great, we're so good, we're the light of the world, we're the salt of the earth, we're doing all the good things because we're so great. That is not the church's, that's not why the assembly, uh, that's not why the, we are the church, right? We're only the church because of Jesus. This isn't like Christian populism, right? Okay. Like, like we're all so great, we should have great fellow feeling about ourselves because we're the ones, right? Like, like we we We're left, friends. right? We left <laughs> off, um, you know. It, we, we put off traditional triumphalism in favor of a kind of populism that is that is really just self congratulatory. Is this super dumb? Like, I've never met a person that I've liked enough to sing those things about. Wow! I, like, and and I don't think you have either. If you think about it very hard, like the reason this all fits is because of Jesus. (laughs) It's about Jesus, stupid. It's not about anything else. Jesus, because of all the things we've said the last two segments, right? Jesus being truly God and truly man has sanctified our humanity and, and made the destiny of the human being altogether different than it ever could have been. This makes all human actions altogether worthwhile in a way they never could have been. And it makes Christian worship, distinct in this way, not simply right worship in the sense that God has commanded it to be performed in a particular way, though that's also true, but, but by our worship, by, by our act of liturgical worship, of sacramental worship in the body.
0: Liturgia.
1: Liturgia, wow. right? The the, the the Under the headship of a priest, in communion with the bishop and the whole church, Beautiful. we help save the world. Not only the church. We wow. help save the world so so it is true that our destiny our dignity is great it is true that uh, that uh, that god has called us to do great things it is true that we should we should delight in the grace that's been given us but not cuz we're so good cuz he's so good when we when we skip that piece and it becomes all about us then we actually prevent him from being able to do the work that he's supposed to do inside us. If all I'm doing is congratulating myself about how wonderful I am and how many good works I do and how great my particular branch of the Jesus Club is, I'll never get to the business of saving the world. And I certainly won't be disposed to be convicted of my sins, to do great and serious penance for them, to try and work for my salvation and the salvation of my neighbor. Mm -hmm. It it leads to a kind of lazy Christianity. What, What Pope Leo did, right? Pope Leo faced off... The, the, the greatest villain in, in the world at his, in his day, right? Taylor. He rode out to meet Attila the Hun. And, 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 and he didn't ride out in armor with a sword, which is what his advisors told him to do. He rode out vested as a bishop for mass. He met, he met the Hun in his vestments for church. And the Hun was so terrified. The greatest villain. Think, I don't know, Osama bin Laden, something like that. The greatest villain alive, the, 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 the big baddie of his day, tucked tail and ran. Wow. In the sight of a priest, because he recognized there was power in that one distinct from Leo. It wasn't about Leo. Leo's not Leo the Great because Leo was great. Leo's great because God is great.
0: Because God is great. Sometimes we try to minimize those examples of really faithfully and alive testimony of love to God as well. And as you mentioned, Leo the Great, that great differentiation between the nature of the divine presence of our Lord, it's clear for us today, applicable for all the Christian people of God calling to identify the divine presence of God. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm
1: yeah so what this what this should ultimately call us all to right well, this this is his famous uh Christmas sermon right we, we read this every year at Christmas, Christian, remember your dignity now that isn't a call that isn't Christian, you're so great. oh Betty Sue, you're so wonderful because, because you do this, that and the other thing at church. That is not the idea at all. Christian, remember your dignity, you've been baptized. You've been washed in the blood of the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Christian, you've been anointed, set apart as priest, prophet, and king to change the world in which you live. Christian, you feed on his body and blood every week, every day, if you're willing to, and by so doing, not only save yourself, but share in the salvation of the world.
0: Father, send us with your blessing to all the Christian people. Iowa Catholic Radio. May the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ and the merits and prayers of the Blessed Virgin, Saint
1: Joseph, Saint Leo the Great, and all the saints grant that whatever good you do or suffering you endure should heal you while your sins help you grow in holiness and bring you to everlasting life, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Iowa Catholic Radio, be not afraid. Be not afraid on Iowa Catholic Radio. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Go forward and be not afraid.